What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I am your host, Jacqueline Renee, aka Jackie O, Captain Jack Sparrow, Jackie Two Necklaces, and Trapper Die Jacks if you know me like that. All right, y'all, we've made it all the way to December. So let's take a look back at all of the viral moments that caught our attention on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, and beyond, and kind of talk about how the internet receives viral moments and when we actually don't look at context and when people seem to keep looking for attention based off of one viral moment. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, this week, Jack of All Trades takes on the 2021 viral calendar. So we're at the end of the year. There's been a lot of craziness that has happened over the course of the year. So this year on Twitter, we saw a calendar come to life with updates every month with the most viral moments that happened in those four to five weeks. So I've brought back Um, my good team here to discuss all of the happenings. So I'll go ahead and introduce them so we can get right into it. We've got Chandra back with us. We've got Reginald and we've got Trey. So welcome back, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hey, what's going on? That's Reggie. If if you don't know me by my government. Yeah, because that's such a, you know, a different nickname from your government name. But (laughs) clearly we see he's back with the shit. So, all right, guys, we are in December. We have made it a full year. How how are you guys assessing yourselves on a scale of one to ten? How are y'all feeling to finish the year? A strong 8.5 right now. Things are looking pretty good for me. I survived the craziness. Um, I wasn't in any headlines, so that's a that's a plus for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm feeling um, 9.0 right now. Uh, I think it's been a good year. Uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a really good year. I've been I'm really happy. I got a lot to be happy about the year. All right, high scores. Chandra, any Look, thoughts? Y'all got to come back to be on this one. You know, it's been a rough. 2021 i have two teenage girls we are all three scorpios living in this house and it's just us come back to me okay that's fair because you know scorpios i know how y'all get so i'll say a cat fight waiting to happen (laughs) (laughs) um i am feeling good as well i'll give mine um you know an 8.5 8.8 feeling good to finish Mm -hmm. the year you know it's been a good one uh, still kind of living semi in pandemonium, right? But you know, overall, I would say made it through, feeling good. So, all right, hey. let's right, you know, burr, 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 burr. so <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get into this calendar because we've got twelve months to get through, and of course, we are starting off crazy, right? Really strong. In January, the most viral moment, 
not just on Twitter, not just anywhere on the web, but across all media in the United States was, of course, January 6th, the insurrection, when the um, the MAGAist of us decided to take subtle marching orders from Trump and challenge the election and challenge our government as they decided to um, transfer all of the power to the next um, to the next governing body, I suppose, you know, we should say. We're not going to belabor all of the small details, but we know that these people um, brutally uh, attacked Capitol Police, killed some of them, um, led their actions led to the um, unfortunate suicide of multiple officers after it happened. Um, they broke into the building. They shot on the walls. Um, they climbed through the windows. They threatened to kill the vice president at the time. Um, it was, you know, horrific. So what do you guys remember about that day? We, I remember it was, oh, go ahead. We Sean. knew it was about to happen because we already knew he was a sore loser. We heard something was going to happen. We just didn't know how intense it was going to be, really, basically, because nobody's ever been that brave to challenge the American government in that way to this day, even though we should have. <laughs> but not in that way, but what else I got to say is not made for TV. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was it was crazy because when it when it first started, it was just like, oh man, man, they they in Washington D.C. They tripping, mm -hmm. right? But I was like, in my mind, I was like, man, it would be crazy if they like knocked down the doors and just rushed the White House. Then they did it, and then I was like, man, it would be crazy if they just just didn't get stopped. They just took over, or the and they Capitol. did it. Yeah, and I'm like what right like everything i i was like man it would be crazy if this happened it happened it was it was like they just kept stepping it up tears tears and i'm like yeah the white and privilege then, of it all and then like the craziest part of it all was the reaction to it it was just like nobody i felt like the only people that were horrified were the marginalized people in the country yeah you know what I'm <laughs> everybody else was like Oh yeah, what my uncle and they, were, they was up at the Capitol. Right? <laughs> I mean people. And then they knew went people. home like it was like Yeah, they you did. Know, like it was like it was evening service at church. Right. They were yeah, home in time for home. supper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real though. And to me, I describe it as like whites gone wild. Like <laughs> they just went crazy. Like even good. to like even no matter what who you are or what you do good bad happy sad criminal legal person whatever you like well damn they just bust up in there right <laughs> like, right like like we done did some things now mm -hmm. but like y'all bust in the capital like yeah right that was a that was a real it was just crazy to me and even to be allowed to do that and live to see another day i know yep. they get charged but it's just like wait like where, where the bombs at? Like, where the tear gas at? Like, right. Mm. Like, like y'all got all this. I know it's enough police. Like, come on. But it was just surprising to me. Yeah. And everybody really started talking about 
it, it brings me to today where where people are talking about the lawlessness that's happening today i'll introduce us into 2021 with that right like, y'all knew it was gonna escalate so right we got five days in and i have a meme that is from narcos with you know who was that down there running the the cocaine through medellin <laughs> well whoever the kingpin yeah, right he's toasting up and it was like well it's been a good five days cheers to 2022 because five days in like that's all we had in terms of feeling like we were about to return to normalcy before this happened. And we're watching y'all tear down barricades, attack police, you know, mm-hmm. that, but you know what? Thanks for letting us know that blue lives matter was a joke. Y'all don't really care about the law. Y'all don't care about anybody. Yeah. You know, as long as you don't feel like they're getting in the way of your freedoms. Um, so it was, it was definitely crazy. And kind of looking at where things are today, um, there is a tweet that came out uh, about a week ago um, that said more than 670 Americans have been charged in connection with the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, according to the latest CNN tally. Um, They hail from 45 states and Washington, D.C., The only states without any charged rioters are North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Vermont, and Wyoming. Wow. And I think they just haven't been caught yet because somebody was repping the Dakotas there, please. Yeah. Yeah. But ain't Biden from Vermont, so I guess all his people was like, nah, we ain't gonna do (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) yeah they probably just not caught yet right honestly vermont is probably the only state on that list that i'll say "Hmm, maybe no one went yeah (laughs) but we about to go all the way to dc from vermont (laughs) no i'm saying it was white people from everywhere Everywhere. right yeah Yeah. they represented all 45 states of american life 45 states that that's that's, that's actually a staggering number and they yeah, and you know they haven't caught every caught everybody right so imagine what the number would be like if they caught everybody they'd exactly. probably have somebody from hawaii yeah yeah you know yeah. you know somebody some fool from hawaii put, drove their america behind flew their america behind that mean they buddy came mainland just to mm-hmm. get arrested right it was like fuck it it's america or nothing and they really believe it they really believe that they yeah. represent in the american way by first of all the gullibility of it all for this man to sit up here and tell you that you lose everything that belongs to you because he lost right exactly <laughs> right exactly like he and was I really giving you anything yeah, I think the girl that died, she's from San Diego, which is crazy. Like, it's like, girl, yep. you flew all the way from San Diego to D.C. to die. Right. Over, yeah, over that's crazy. Election. You a brave as hell. Yeah, and she they probably, probably made a hero out of her. They sure did try to. Movie about her. Yeah, they, they, they probably got a, a mural of yeah. her uh, in a secret headquarters somewhere. Yeah. The Netflix special oh, yeah. or movie is coming out eventually. Don't worry. Oh, it's they just gonna wait till we they get got cool. tattoos. Some good old boys got tattoos of her picture, her name. Mm-hmm. They got T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yep. It ain't gonna be real till they get her tatted on their chest, though. 
They just getting warmed let's up. Let's say her man. name Denise. Like you got the, the white. You see the white people with the Denise tat. Like, like right. You be like, oh, you one of them. <laughs> right. Definitely going in the other direction. Yeah, That's how they look at us, man. When they see Nipsey and Tupac tatted on us. <laughs> Well, you know, hopefully they continue to keep finding these people because uh, like I believe you were starting to say, Trey, like they're just getting warmed up. And the more of them that you keep lingering out there, the more likely this will happen sooner than later. Mm -hmm. So, oh, yeah. And like you say, this year, they didn't even waste no time. Like what what was it? January 6th? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like. Right, on, like, they didn't let us get back. All the New Year's trash had in the, <laughs> right. yeah, they didn't even let people get back to like, you know. It was like, I don't know. After Christmas, this shit going because you know they can't disappoint yeah. their grandchildren on Christmas. Right. Yeah. They didn't wait. They got to be there for the holiday time. time. Damn, yeah. six hundred or some people like fuck like. And that's it because there was too many of them for it to just be under a thousand at this point. Right. Like y'all saw all people. they faces. Right. Damn. It was climbing the building like this was goddamn. Oh yeah, but you know the FBI—they going through like tons and tons of like video footage. They just like knocking people off like once they you know cross reference it with you know other database. You not be watching CSI. That's what lets you know that the reach that the government can go to though, like you like damn, like six hundred and some people from forty-five states was in one place and y'all been tracking them down like and then you know they got another like i said this is hundreds they probably just haven't identified yet mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the, re- the real rednecks when got but the real this rednecks when got ids and license and stuff you know they yeah. like you know like that ain't happening like mm-hmm. no it's a real redneck that ain't got no paperwork <laughs> yeah but imagine, but nah, imagine everybody you're got one of the video part, checkers so. and you see your family member on the videos that was how a lot of people got turned in because yeah, family yeah, members saw them yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know yeah. keep turning your family members in they're trash okay <laughs> so. no i wish they would have a five thousand dollars reward for somebody i work with and i see their ass i'm gonna be like oh shit <laughs> hello <laughs> hey so, hey hello this is reggie hey hey no i'm gonna hit him with this hello this is reggie Oh. <laughs> yeah, this don't even need to be anonymous. <laughs> right. I have important uh, information about the whereabouts. <laughs> like I know Jimbo. Jimbo worked out here at the mill. I see his ass every day. <laughs> and, get, and run me my 10K, nigga. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, here at work right now. Come How get can it. I collect my reward? <laughs> I'll be up here. I'll be up here giving. Hey, I'm giving my route number as soon as I call. Here, here's, here's my cash app. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. FBI, holla at us. Let us know what the reward is hitting for, okay? Like, like what's what's the January 6th snitch now again? Like, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> Let's get it out to the public, okay? Like, what's the January there? We got to get that out because I'm snitching. All right. So next up for February, the most viral story was about Gorilla Glue Girl. So one Tessica Brown (laughs) decided that she wanted to slay her slick back ponytail and she could not find 
her normal glue that she used to slick her pony down and she decided to replace her her normal products with gorilla glue and that led to her hair being cemented in place for several days she needed to seek medical attention and uh it went viral right and people were talking about it couldn't believe what was happening so what do you guys remember <laughs> or how do you reflect on gorilla girl Jessica brown and what she went through in february i remember just thinking like what was her end game i i didn't even i didn't even think it was funny i was just like what what were you even trying to accomplish and what yeah and then to release and then to like you know tell the world that you did it because how did we find out didn't she post it on social media oh yeah yeah she yeah. told us straight up yeah yeah she told us yeah yeah i was like nah i would never admit to that i would have gone to the hospital and i would have came out with my new buzz cut like i was starting a new trend Nah, dog. I'm like, that is crazy. Right. You know, I thought I was wondering what she was on. Like, I'm like, is she like on drugs or something? At first, I thought it was like, oh, she may be on drugs. Like, maybe this is one of them like fake videos to get us all in our feelings, like for real, for real. And then it came out that like, no, like for real, though, like she really put some gorilla glue on her hair. And I'm like, <laughs> because like we talked about it earlier, like. Gorilla snot or whatever gel is on aisle seven. You know what I'm saying? Like you go into the store and it's like lotion and shampoo and all the hair stuff you need. By the time you get the Gorilla Glue, you don't went across the store. You know what I mean? So it's it's like, girl, what was you thinking? Like, did she think like, oh, okay, maybe the Gorilla Glue cheap. That's all she had in the house. But yeah. mm -mm. she was she literally slow as fuck. That's all to it because. She was like, oh, I use Gorilla Snot for my, to, to lay my hair down, right? That's my best gel. Gorilla Glue. This gonna work. <laughs> right. I definitely feel like she thought about Gorilla Snot and Got To Be Glue, which is a brand of hair glue for wigs and for setting a style, and saw Gorilla That's Glue and said oh maybe this could work especially because there was a it was the spray can version but ma'am it's like no that is so that people can oh quickly put God. like it's, you know tree houses together like it's not for it's your hair sad. The tree it's house. sad that somebody could yeah. think like just, a line of those things that's real sad that's when like you think you're like, she gonna be a trendsetter and you're gonna be unique and it yes. goes wrong she <laughs> was like oh <laughs> I'm gonna go get this gorilla glue. I'm gonna put it in my hair. I'm gonna tell all the girls down at the shop that this is what I they do. Gonna now. Be like, just be like, they're gonna be like, oh, great. Never seen that thing that slick before. <laughs> yeah, that thing was like, stuck. she probably thought she was gonna be a trendsetter. I bet she thought she was gonna be a trendsetter. And it just like, ugh, like, she really do that. Like, but you know what? You gotta uh, think about it. Like, she thought she was hot shit before the shit actually right. set. Mm -hmm. She she yeah. took selfies before she was in trouble. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She took like real pictures and she was right. like, yeah, I'm about to kill him with this. Next thing you know, she probably tried to make a couple changes and she realized when she realized that that glue was curing and she was right. like, wait a minute. Right, yeah. She said yeah. she was like but take, taking she, showers and her hair was not moving. Uh, yeah. So, you know, she had, there was a time where she, she thought she was successful for at least a little while before she realized 
that she was in trouble. She was like, my hand ain't uh, never laid down like this before. Picture her the first three days though at work. It was she the first three days. Right. Yes. She was wrapping that shit up there. Right. So she was <laughs> so she was killing the game. She's coming to work like, ooh, girl, I ain't never seen this slick like that before. Shiny. Man, she was stopping in front of mirrors and shit. <laughs> She was fine <laughs> the first two, three days because you know, a girl, a 2021 girl is the first one to say, well, you know, I, I like something that's comfortable or easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hey, this is this is easy. Uh-oh. This is easy. You know, and she pulled that easy thing. Her ass is easy till about Wednesday night when she realizes, <laughs> like, this is a problem. <laughs> My hair ain't moved yet. My hair ain't moved yet. She like she probably wouldn't pat her head, man. <laughs> head pat it right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right, it was tightening up on her. That's really when mm-hmm. you know she realized it was right. a problem. What if so, her scalp was itching? Exactly. <laughs> she couldn't reach it. Ain't no pack on hell, did baby? Y'all, I'll never forget the video though when she was like pulling that shampoo out, just rubbing it in her hand like it's a good lather, and she put it on her head and just. <laughs> rubbed it in and just nothing happened and I'm just like you got to to be kidding me (laughs) (sighs) so bringing it into present day with Miss Tessica so first of all she decided to actually make a song did you guys hear her viral song I haven't heard it I will not waste a moment of my life (laughs) well let's see if we can get Let's see if we got 10 seconds. Let's see. My hair, it don't move, it don't move my hair. It don't move, it don't move my hair. Come on, come on. It don't move, it don't move my hair. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair. It don't move, it don't move my hair. Let's go. It don't move, it don't move my hair. Dang, the anticipation building up. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> she oh, my God. Oh, my brain. Nah, we didn't. We didn't hear. Nah, we didn't hear. Nah, oh, we didn't no. hear. Sorry. Well, <laughs> it will play she on the recording. You was over there, I wasn't. I was jamming. Okay. Well, it'll hear. It'll play back on the recording, and the people will hear it. So you know, when you listen back, <laughs> listen to it. Um, oh, no. you know, she's got that that Louisiana flavor to it. So. Uh, Tessica, so that was one thing. And then after that, a few days ago, it really wasn't too long ago, um, she logged back on to TikTok to let the girls know that she now is losing her hair in clumps after a botched dye job. So she said that she thought her hair was her hair was growing back. She thought it was she saw some grays popping up. She thought her hair was strong mm-hmm. enough for her to dye it, you know, black. And it indeed was not. And it was coming out when she was trying to wash the dye out. So a lot of people think this is kind of staged, mm-hmm. you know, to recapture February's glory. But yeah, Tessica um, keeps playing games with her hair. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with all the wig options out these days, I don't see what she up here trying to be up here playing around. She already danced on her hair one time. She needs to let it go. Yeah, she keeps going back to that. And even if even if you want to continue to experiment, you don't have to let us know. Because there's right. never going to be anything worse than you gluing your hair to your head with professional grade glue spray. 
Yeah, but if the goal is to be viral, I bet that being viral though is, is like contagious. Like I bet once you get it, it's like addictive though. Like yeah. that. Like she probably like Ooh. she was famous for for that month. Yeah. And you oh, know, yeah, it's definitely a disease. Like, right. It's a drug. Yeah. So yep. So and I, and I guarantee that's what it is. Cause now she's trying to figure out how she's gonna be like, all right, well. I can't get no money out of Gorilla Goo because their product actually works. <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I can get some some prior damages from them now that my hair is damaged for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, right. No, nah, because now she's going to put around and put some other shit in it. They off the hook now. Right. Why would you go and dye your hair after that traumatic experience? Though? Like, that would be the... Like, if anything need the rest, it's your hair. <laughs> <laughs> But she probably addicted to making changes to it. You know, she 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 ain't on the patience. Right. Good luck, Tessica Brown, she girl. Trying to, she trying to hit a Bella Noches. Right. Okay. Best wishes, ma'am. Yeah. You know. You know what? Like yeah. Reggie said. You know, give it a rest. We rest from us in 2022 and and live your live your your best life. <laughs> Not trying to um, you know keep us engaged because of what is or is not working with your hair all right on to march so in march we um were introduced to a story that exploded on the the black socials for sure uh about Derek jackson and his wife denia oh. so one Derek jackson was exposed for cheating on his wife after being a um motivational you know speaker slash influencer to single women and married people um after you know comforting women in their difficult moments of trying to find a man we came to find out he was sleeping with other women and filming some of his uh viral moments through his influencer page from outside of his side piece's house so he decided to come onto the internet, confess all of his sins with his wife sitting there in a sweatshirt and a crochet beanie um, to to show that she was riding with him through the hardest times. So I, for one, am glad that the moment came and went and didn't stick around for too long. But what do y'all remember from that uh, that spicy moment in March? I remember okay i i want to be careful when i say that i remember a lot of people acting like they were shocked mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like all the real brothers do that <laughs> cheating. i mean <laughs> exactly I we just, all knew what was yeah up. i just felt we we always felt like he was pandering to a certain crowd anyway yeah. so it's like when it when it dropped it was like oh well we we knew he was at least if he wasn't cheating when he started, he definitely was cheating after he became mm -hmm. like an influencer because, yeah, he was, yeah, he he used to sell out in those videos. Like it was just like unrealistic situations. Like, yeah, ladies, if your man is, you know, you know, you know, not telling you he loves you every day, like you need to be with a king who can do it. It's like, come on, bro. Like we're human. Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's not yeah. make it. Like so cut and dry. He's made situations just so cut and dry. Like 
you know, if he ain't treating you good, come get with me. Like nah, that was basically what he was you saying. <laughs> right. You got to be careful with the dudes that prey on the vulnerable woman, though. You know what I'm saying? Especially oh, yeah. the black woman. Most and definitely. that's what he was. He portrayed himself as like, oh, yeah, I'm this nice guy. I have a wife, a family. And, you know, I'm trying to teach you how to be a better woman, a.k.a. the, the black pastor from the 70s. Excuse me, audience. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who just full of finesse mm, at the right. end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, you just out here just capturing off of the vulnerable. And don't get me wrong, not all of them. There's some, there are good people, but you gotta be careful with them dudes because they try to speak from their little high horse, like, oh no, this is how you not treat a woman. Like I'm married, but they just be using mm-hmm. that right there as they gateway into other women. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. all he did. It was just a front right. from jump, let me tell it. Yeah. Like, it's just a straight up front from jump. Like, you ain't helping nobody, bro. You know, you you obviously you're not helping nobody. Like, <laughs> right, really. It and but when you're trying to play that role, and sorry to cut you off, but when you're trying to play that role, man, it just you know it makes you seem okay to those women who are in those bad situations who don't feel loved and don't know you know how to be treated or anything like that. But he just all he just took advantage of the situation at the end of the day. Yep. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. You know, now in present day, it definitely looks like his wife's social media has leaned into the Lord. You know, it's Mm. all about (laughs) Jesus and lots of scripture, which, you know, I, I, I guess my understanding is that they have divorced. I don't know if that's true, but. Oh, wow. um, Oh, I didn't know that. I I don't know. know Yeah. Yeah. I don't know nothing about them people. I want to say that I've seen you know at least one story that says that um but Derek Jackson is still you know trying to terrorize the girls <laughs> because of course. they never stop right once they get like like we like we just said about fame or whatever it is at 15 minutes once you get it you go do everything you got to do to keep it yep yeah and that's all he got mm-hmm. now you know what he tried to do he tried to hit you with the ask permission shit and then he got called and he was like, hey, a real man asks for forgiveness. <laughs> like, like, right. like yeah. get out of here, bro. Like, you mm-hmm. just gonna play both sides of the fence. Now he's gonna be like, well, look, he not gonna say sorry for the sins that he did to you. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Like, all right. Right. Like, he kind of played, I mean, I don't know his relationship with his wife, whether she wanted to stay or not. I mean, I think that that's just totally, you know, whatever your situation is and how she feel about you. But like, bro, you embarrassed her at the end of the day too. This is like, bro, like you, now nah, if anything- You embarrassed like, us twice. You embarrassed mm-hmm. her like big time. Like not only was you cheating on her, you played a whole nother, like them the worst cheating dudes because it's like, bro, now if you future, you know future, you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing, you at least to be surprised. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But it's like, no, we think that like, oh, you're Derek Jackson, you're a nice guy. You care about your family. You know, like you, you're in it to win it. Like you're in for the betterment of black women and women in general. And nah, player, you, you scum of the earth. So I don't know. It just, my thing is just like, bro, you gotta like look at you. ladies out there. You gotta be careful dealing with them, dog. Cause it, honestly, you better off just dealing with a dude that you know you was a dog. Like at least he wouldn't surprise you. <laughs> like, Someone you, of the streets, <laughs> a secular yeah, nigga. Like, Um, Yeah, so while his wife has turned to, you know, scripture on her social media Not too long ago um, Again, about a week ago 
Derek Jackson actually posted <laughs> on um, socials, looks like Facebook. Uh, he said, quote, I'm shocked by how many single women are in bed by 7 to 8 p.m. every night. Are women too comfortable being alone? End quote. <laughs> Again, why are you in maybe, our business? <laughs> uh, and maybe we're not finna deal with no fuck niggas. Right, like you're the last yeah, person that should be worried. And honestly, knowing him, somebody single that he thought he could get with probably was like, I'm in the bed, not thinking about I'm you. I'm in the bed. <laughs> right. Like, I already mm-hmm. got my pajamas on, took my bath. <laughs> I'm in my bed. No, you cannot come over here. <laughs> and he He's such a right fun nigga. He probably want to... He want to do his consultation at 9.30. Like, nah, baby, I'm not free until 9.30. Right. He ran up on a lot of 7 o'clock girls, like, get off and, like, you know, have their three shots and go straight to sleep. Like, <laughs> right. right. He ain't doing nothing new right now. Right. He, he just looking for his next, like, right. Um, Come up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when he first started, I don't know when he first started, but he, it probably clicked in his mind. It's like, dang, I'm putting these messages out on. I'll just say Instagram or social media. Mm-hmm. And he just took advantage of the audience. Like the audience, you know, social media is you can go look for exactly what you, whatever you want to look for, and it'll affirm whatever you believe in. So yeah. when people started finding his stuff, they started sharing it. He yep. was like, oh man, they're fucking with me. Let yep. me keep going. Mm-hmm. He probably go read some Justin LeBoy quotes and then he, you know, he <laughs> something the opposite of it. You know right. what I'm saying? If we being honest, all guys know a dude like that. And if, if they don't know a dude like that, they done been that dude before. So right. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, you don't know him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we done all put on an Oscar performance for the pussy. I mean, oh. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there are a few, right. There are some, you know, outstanding actors, right? <laughs> Nominated for outstanding performance in the lead actor yeah, category. You know. <laughs> in a drama. In a in drama. A drama. <laughs> goes to... <laughs> Yeah, Derek we may Jackson. not all have an Oscar, but we all done been nominated before. So you know, when his stuff came out, it was just like, bro, give it up. But right now, he kind of like lean into that villain role. He's trying to just figure yes. out his next move. Yes. So because even the girls were saying, like, if anybody replied to that actual post um, on Instagram, like he was sending a message in the DMs that was like, oh, just looking for honest feedback, like what's been your biggest issue like is it finding love staying in a good relationship you know yeah he's like fishing a, for new material yes for new material yes that's it he making a list and checking it twice yeah 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 because he's been he's he's been in various post comments like yeah entering with other people and i'm like bro why y'all even entertaining this dude right <laughs> right i don't know like take your l in silence bro <laughs> right Seriously. i guess he felt like it had been long enough he had been quiet long enough all right so real quick in april so in april the new season of the or i should say the second season of jocelyn's cabaret debuted mm, and, that's what that is. <laughs> and on jocelyn's cabaret um on zeus network she is very you know it's a very racy program. She is able to do um, a lot that you would not be able to do on any other network or premium, you know, cable mm-hmm. network. Okay. So um, you had quite the 
uh, cast of characters so the screenshot that we see for the month of april is a young lady that is you know she has her typical sob story for any given competition reality show she's letting jocelyn know that you know she's recently gotten out of a bad relationship and she shares that she actually recently aborted twins and another young lady a part of the cast yeah well i won't say yells but says while mic'd up in the background damn double homicide Ooh. so that moment went viral um <laughs> on the interwebs it's just like still wow. to this day like oh shit but right. um i don't know did anyone else watch jocelyn's cabaret <laughs> Not i didn't i wanted to but i I mean, I just, I did see the clip, but I did not watch the full show, no. Yeah. I didn't watch no, it. I yeah, I didn't watch it for quite a few months. I didn't watch it in April. I watched it later in the year, but Zeus definitely um, pushes the limits. They allow Jocelyn to do whatever. You know, she was, she was, uh, you know, really out of pocket in some cases. So very interesting just to see per usual kind of where reality TV will go. You know, it felt like a different frontier, you know, with them being it. It's one thing to be able to drink and, you know, mm -hmm. have a little spat every now and again. But I mean, they was drinking, you know, smoking big blunts. Um, Jocelyn had her titties out. Uh, she had a oh, sure, really? she had a, a racy love scene <laughs> with her boyfriend. Like it was an interesting program. But I don't Where, think. How do you watch this again? I'm gonna like, check this out. Yeah. Time. Man, dro dro hey, drop that zoo. This was some titties. Yeah, drop that zoo. Hey, if it's some titties, I'm <laughs> Good luck making it through. Free trial. Good luck wanting to stay engaged with the content long enough to get there. So, but yeah, I'm surprised that one really stuck, you know, throughout the year, but. But yeah, that was the um, April story in May. So in May, the the viral story for the month was Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta um, essentially stole somebody's man. So early in the year, um, she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta with uh, one young lady named Fallon Pina, who was married to someone named Simon Guobadia. And apparently Portia stole this Simon character from Fallon or, you know, Simon decided to leave and go be with Portia. He had only been married to Fallon for a couple of years, um, but they announced their split in April and Portia and Simon announced they were getting married in May. Um, so, yeah, I don't really keep up with the housewives right now. But that story definitely picked up and, and caught wind. Well, I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. Old little player player Simon had me <laughs> hate, man. I love me some Portia. <laughs> I was like, you know, Fallon, you, you, beautiful woman. I'm pretty sure she's a smart lady. I don't, know what, I don't know what her character, I don't know what she does in real life. Gowns, beautiful gowns. Shoot. Yeah, man, I, I would have had to jump team Porsche too. Peace. Sorry. That yeah, is so horrible. Sometimes to come up, I only feel bad when you're the one that you got came up on. So the grass was definitely greener. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Simon. Gone, Simon. Simon says. 
Shout out to Simon, dog. Simon set up the hot boy summer, actually. Let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. City boys, we up. City boy, what up? Well, like the saying goes, I don't know what the saying is, but don't let these hoes rain, man. Keep their ass away from your okay? No, you cannot come over my house and swim my pool in your bikini. <laughs> but what if they broke up? I think they was broke up though. Like, is it like a is it like a a, a time limit on when you can go holler at the phone? Uh, though, with Simon time limit. If we if we get a if we separate if we marry in April and we separate and you engaged in May, come on now, that's some True. bullshit. Love, but you know what? Come at you to fast. each his own, exactly. To each his own, and then you know you fuck up a lot of times till so you get it right. I guess, and we'll see how many more times he will. I mean, you know, it, the saying goes: these niggas got a lot of money; they willing to waste it. Hey. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, this was one that I actually kind of like kept up with. So, I mean, I don't know if Jack, are you doing a current event on this one or? Um, I really don't have much of a current event. Oh, I current just event. know that they now have a wedding. had a baby. Yeah, his oh, wife. She got a new man. Oh, yeah, Fallon. Shorty's. Yeah, she done had a baby with her new buddy already. Mm-hmm. Hold on. The math ain't mathing now. Right. Yeah, right. She, she had, had a baby. baby. Maybe she pregnant or she had a nah, baby. She had, no, the she, baby. Had, she had the baby. So like maybe they were last year. It was last no, year. No, no, I'm talking about she's had the baby like, yeah. like, like a, a couple months now. I'll talk about the separation. Yeah, gotta, yeah, I think they probably separated early in the year, and they yeah. may have announced it. But that's the thing. No, she, they, they, we. Well, I say we, but the internet uh, mm-hmm. investigators found out that girl was pregnant during the whole. Uh, scandal anyway so okay. it was just like all right she stole your man but you pregnant with somebody but she else pregnant anyway yeah you don't mm-hmm. move but that is what he said that she cheated on him first yeah pretty much everybody's stories checked out you know okay. simon said old girl cheated on him and she was like oh yeah such such stole my man so pretty much every story everybody's story was true <laughs> well, yeah. no it's matter just, who cheated don't, just don't nobody know the timeline but everybody's right. story was true Mm-mm-mm. And for however their emotions was feeling, that timeline was on point with the outcome that happened. So, right, yeah, there's just too much drama. Some people just need drama in their life, and Portia is one of those people. She cannot keep a low profile. Right, she's yeah. what she can, she's what she wants to, but she don't. Right, every move you make is for the public. Like even this whole idea of announcing, because on so it was through a people dot com uh, magazine you know web um, article that said they have a wedding date and it's like for you to go through the process of participating in this article but mm-hmm. then still saying oh we're keeping our wedding date private though it just shows yeah. you want to continue engage you know with the public mm-hmm. and with these media you know outlets and let them know what you got going on but to a certain extent so that people can keep coming back for more well, at right. this point, that's all she is, is a real housewife of Atlanta with no husband till they get married. <laughs> yeah. At this point, what else? I mean, who else is she? I mean, I don't want to say that. I'm not trying to define her by that, but that is actually who she is and who she wants to be. That's why she is able to 
contact the people at people and say we have a wedding date but we ain't gonna tell y'all mm-hmm. she's an activist former radio host yeah oh she was on ricky smiley morning show yeah. Because she's a, a Atlanta housewife, <laughs> right? Yeah. It does always stem Not from for that. Any other reason? Yeah, yeah. Let me stop being like she, she made it come up <laughs> off her come up. <gasps> yeah, and she continued to come up because now she got her own show. It's coming out. But wait, actually, you're it might be. It's out. Aren't you a housewife because of the husband, or are you a housewife? No, ain't no more. Ain't no more husbands with the housewife, right? You don't gotta have really? no husband no more. No, you just gotta oh, really? be a woman. <laughs> Oh damn! Okay, it's okay, almost thought, you know better if you don't have a husband but have a bunch of businesses. Yes, and yeah. a bunch of um drama. Right, and drama. Mm-hmm. All you need is drama. You don't even need no damn business. Right. Because you know, pretty much that's Portia. Subjective. Exactly. But that's how they introduced them back in the day. They always introduced them like, "Hey, this the wife of such and such." Yeah. Or this the. Oh, that was social live with her. Yeah, that was. We the introduced to her. Once the once the show blew up, that's when they was like, "Okay, we can shift away from the. We don't even need to include the men in the stories now. Like they got. I don't even own. know if that's true because yeah. some of them girls, especially in Atlanta, we met with no husbands to be ever thought of. No, yeah. so in the beginning, in the beginning, the beginning, you know. the beginning, it was either somebody. I'm just talking about OG No, most of them girls, Candy, ain't never been married till she met Todd, and that was way longer time into the season. We met, we met Portia. Yeah, but she was Candy, right? Exactly, but, but she that was ain't Candy. No and P- P- Portia was Cordell Stewart. We, uh, we wife. met Portia as Cordell Stewart mm-hmm. wife. That was so short lived. They got divorced probably. Before the first first season ended, yeah, when we met her, but all you had to be was Cordell. Male perspective, but all you had to be was Cordell. Yeah, I'm just giving <laughs> my male my male perspective. That's how we we think. We see we see the the housewives and be like, okay, she's the wife of such and such, right? But I mean, be the wife. The show is framed, <laughs> right? Most people would think that's what you're doing, but I know <laughs> that's not how they ran it over there. Mm-mm. So. And, uh, yeah but okay moving right along so good luck to you guys uh hopefully you know this is it right best wishes all right um moving right along so in june so we had a story that was very interesting because really took off in a viral way but really wasn't you know a great story so the image is of a man who has um florida locks i don't know how to better describe them you know it's about five or six of them um and he's in court so this is one ronnie o'neill the third um he was charged with two counts of first degree murder and attempted murder and arson for um, killing his girlfriend his daughter and attempting to kill his son and setting Mm -hmm. the house on fire so real insane story right and charges but um o'neill decided that he wanted to defend himself in court Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he had a very um a very outrageous yeah outrageous and fiery approach to his um opening and closing remarks and all of that (laughs) right and most common you know the most um famous i guess phrase that he had to say that people really took off with was you know if you think i'm here to play around god damn it i'm not and you know in that small clip 
by itself. You know, a lot of people, you know, got a good kiki out of that. Mm -hmm. They started using that phrase a lot, um, you know, to talk about things that they were doing. But if you kind of went back and looked Mm -hmm. at the whole story, it was like, yikes, Mm -hmm. like this is pretty vicious. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I totally like when I heard. Yeah, I listened to what he said. But as soon as I did a little bit of backtracking into why this man is even in the courtroom Mm -hmm. defending himself. I just lost a lot of respect for him and kept it moving yeah. to be truthful because it's just like yeah. you not worth this viralness dude like period like right major because it was a point in which in that story right after that clip they immediately said that they put his son on the yeah. stand who he and tried his to son and who he tried yeah. to kill and he was questioning his son down and asked him who stabbed yeah, him. Yeah, he, he cross examined his son. You stabbed me. And I'm just like Right. Over yeah, with. that's over enough. with mm-hmm. Florida shit. Cut this shit off. It's over. Like straight up. Yeah. So, you know, the hard thing about stuff like that is the internet doesn't ever like to get, you know, on the same page. Like once they feel like they have been able to consume <laughs> content how they see fit. Mm-hmm. then you yeah. know it's hard to reel it back in and say hey guys we shouldn't laugh at this right like mm-hmm. they will continue using a phrase i think i probably saw that shit earlier today and it's like i thought we kind of all figured out where that came from and you know just try not to make a habit out of it but you know you can't really keep people from taking something that they thought was funny and and still using it but you know the latest with him Um, Is that he was um, sentenced. Um, He Mm -hmm. was found guilty and sentenced to three life terms plus 60 years. So nigga never coming home. Um, As he should not. I want to go back to what you were saying about us taking things and just running with them. Because we all in in present day society, we'll never look at context clues. Mm -hmm. It's just that little snippet, you know. We're going to go with this snippet, and that's what we do with viral. Everything that goes viral is that little snippet of time. And th- this one situation really does show how important it is to like know your context, fools, because you make it fun of some shit that is not funny. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> yep. So, so that was June. Um, and then breezing on into July. So July. Now this is funny. Yes. Um, yeah, because the met... last month was just like. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that one was tough. So yeah, we're yeah. gonna wash it off with something that's much lighter. So we were introduced to Miss Shakari Richardson. So Shakari from South Dallas, Texas, in the United States. <laughs> Um, was repping our USA track team at the Olympics. She made all her trials. She was headed uh, to Tokyo. And then she mm-hmm. dropped dirty. Had a little cloudy piss. Um, Shakari was uh, smoking weed while she was out there, you know, um, passing her USA. trials uh, at the, um, the relays or whatever they are out in Oregon. So, of course, we know that in Oregon, you know, marijuana is legal recreationally. So Mm -hmm, if you want to indulge, you can go right on and do that. But the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, Mm -hmm. they test for marijuana. So 
she had it in her system they weren't going so Carrie let us know that she actually was going through a grieving process her biological mother had just passed away she found out from a reporter which another thing you know that you know we could get into was just how reporters the media um mm -hmm. really oh. can you know just run with whatever they have like they don't read the room and say i wonder if this person even knows this information or how they're processing it and whether i should bring it up or not but mm -hmm. this person decided to and you know that obviously shocked her you know and probably put her in a dark place it would put me in a dark place and so she decided to partake but you know that that dirty drop um, disqualified her from uh, running the 100 meter in the Olympics. We thought she would be back in time to be a part of the relays, but they decided that she was not going to race. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a lot going on with one Shakari Richardson. What do y'all remember from then? Well, I just want to be clear. The only uh, the IOC tested for the weed, baby. Right. Here been smoking. Like <laughs> it ain't like she just she just smoked blood in. Please. That's mm -hmm. not how it goes. But you know, you can use the story to get by how you want it. It didn't work. But you know, you know what you you know what you're doing. She knew what you was doing in the process. She just didn't think she was gonna get caught. Unfortunately, athletes can do all all matter of drugs and Marijuana is just one of those things that's going to stick mm -hmm. when it's time for you to get pop, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you just got to know your lane. And all plenty intended, she didn't. She didn't stay in the lane. I had so many mixed emotions about this situation. Like, you know, because it, it, it became a debate on the internet. But before it even became a debate, like, you know, she's not the first person to pop positive, you know? No, you know, but we. So when it happened, I was just like, "Oh boy, you know, just you know, time to regroup. Like, put your head down and you know, just regroup." But then it like turned into something more, and then I don't know. I kind of like started feeling differently after I saw like her responses to mm -hmm. everything. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying I changed my like initial opinion but then i just had I other opinions about how she right. was responding to things especially like how she responded as an athlete like but that's i guess that's a whole nother discussion i think um they kind of similar to y'all I, mean, I don't know if i was kind of hard on them, but i'm just thinking like like you know to be in that position you know it comes with different different mm -hmm. types of responsibility and uh i feel like she put it all on the line like, yes, we can give her her circumstance. Y'all, this girl, let's be real, like, she probably smoked when her mom passed, but more than likely she had been smoking anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And second, and, and yeah, she runs track in America and it's cool in some states, uh -huh. but you trying to represent the country on the international stage, like, you know, you know it's like, it ain't even like, this ain't no rule that can be that that's been tweaked or, or some been crazy or like nah like the requirement is just you just don't do no drugs to do to be in this category you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and she did them 
and I don't really think she deserved any forgiveness or, or any like you know like pardon because you know for doing mm-hmm. it and uh and then I kind of fall into what kind of like Trey said like I feel like she spiraled after that because I think she forgot what it was all about like mm-hmm. yeah. you were in track like that that's how we were talking about earlier how you get caught up in in the media and the being viral and kind of being online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think that it's at that point, she lost what we Focus. knew her for. She mm-hmm. lost focus on what was, what should have been important. You know what I'm saying? Like because of that. And you know, we probably never going to see her again. Let's be real. Right. We, we like, there's a strong chance that we're never going to see that girl in any competition again. Like, let's be real. Like, she we've seen her run like we've seen her on the net on the on the internet on the dash on the inner the world scale and we see what we saw what happened so we can't even really be true that you know are we even putting our support in the right person you know what i'm saying that's what i be thinking about it for people and you know i look at it in, on the big picture it's like dog like people look up to her and it's like dog you can't look up to that bullshit. you know what yeah. i'm saying like that that is like you cannot have you don't want your track daughter out here skating like that when it's like, baby, like, this is just, it's the one rule. Like, you gotta just not, like, pee dirty. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you, it's the one thing you gotta do. Like, yeah. it's your body, too. And you, you're trying to be, you're a professional athlete. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't hear about Serena going through shit like that. LeBron. Shit, Tiger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even some um, of our Tiger definitely athletes, does drugs. Let's not... <laughs> Tiger did drugs, but while but he, he was like, when he was right. when he was for the, balling, for the record, when, he was balling when he was balling and he was Tiger, Tiger wasn't doing shit. Like Tiger was Tiger just wasn't out there popping just dirty. Yeah, he wasn't popping dirty. Now, Ain't nobody honestly, getting tested like that yeah, in, no, like, in no sport, in no other sports, not yeah. like that. Like they get tested and all that shit though. You know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta, you got it. Like if you, they still should that, treat that stuff like athletes, like those race car drivers get tested. You know what I'm saying? It's been golfers who tested positive for cocaine and shit. You know what I'm saying? And they got suspended. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's no, it, it hits all levels. Mean. It ain't just like targeted on like, you know, let me, let black, me look black runners, black weird. runners. I think it was one golfer who, I, I know it was a golfer or something who tested positive for some drugs and they suspended him. Like, you know, like all of them are like pro athletes. Like, they don't look at that like, oh shit, like you just come out here however you want. Like, you're more likely to be a drunk than you are to be a drug addict. Yeah, I don't think that, um, I don't know. I, I think that people were definitely rooting for her. I don't know if she was around long enough for it to become something to where people were like, looking up to her like she was a role model i think people were excited to see where she could go with things but i do agree with you chandra in that it's just like once again you know social media and the media in general can really allow you to want to keep that momentum going you want to remain relevant and that's how i kind of felt after um remember the prefontaine uh invitational when she was back in Oregon and we were all, you know, trying to see what would happen and mm-hmm. every last one of them Jamaican yeah. girls dusted her. Thank the ass. Everybody in the race everybody in the race dusted her. You're right, yeah, you're right. Dead, well, that was the one she came in yeah. like, <laughs> dead last. 
yeah she yes. came so, dead last <laughs> and you know and n- instead of approaching the interview in a humble way she humbly right mm-hmm. she said you know I'm, I'm still on my shit and i'm not done right. and you know a lot of people took that even as her you know still doing too much talking right and as a professional athlete for a lot of them that's that's part of the game that's part of the mindset mm-hmm. i don't know what we will see from her um it will be interesting to see if we see her come back because you know the next olympics is quite a distance away but will she be back on you know a meaningful track stage before then i don't know but um we do know that after everything that happened around the olympics she did get the support you know from like kanye west and was featured you know in one of his videos or whatever Mm -hmm. he had going on um she was she was able to attend the met gala um she obviously you know kept sponsorships and you know people still had that a certain level of support for her so i don't know i mean it's up to her at this point she's still clearly a, a pretty young person so she'll have to figure out what's next for her but hopefully she just does what is best and you know takes these moments of this year as real lessons and yeah doesn't want to feel like she has to continue to prove herself you know by being you know um a badass you know to the media best wishes (laughs) all right well keeping it going into the month of august so we're gonna breeze right on through because apparently there was Mm -hmm. that north carolina white people brawl where the lady was like why are you making fun of my husband he's been crying all night i don't have no attachment (laughs) to that I didn't even know what that was about. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that was so popular. Yeah, I didn't really either. And I looked at multiple versions of this calendar, and it was always there. And I'm just like, okay, well, I guess August was a good month. What you know? How was August for you guys? Must have been pleasant. Yeah. (laughs) You know what it was? People weren't inside and like bored. I think people August was an outside month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was major outside. Yeah, so nobody was on was about to start. Like everything was kind of lifting up. Yeah. Yep, I was outside. Thinking that life was going back to regular. Yep. Yeah, everybody was getting their feet wet. Like they were like, okay, let me mask on, mask off type, type right. thing, you know? But in these so, streets. Yeah. So, so I think that meme, that meme kind of like snuck in and like claimed the crown because we weren't really paying attention. Right. But going into September, so a much bigger ultimate viral story for the year. So um September was the month that Squid Game premiered. So a oh, Korean show. Yes. Oh, I was wondering what it was. I still haven't watched it, y'all. Oh yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Some of it, yeah. Yeah. Squid Game is a Korean South Korean show um about a man who uh has a lot of debt who accepts an offer to go and play some traditional um children's korean games um with a mm-hmm. twist with a twist with so. a twist like hunger games yeah, with a big I twist like it was like hunger games um in that direction well. yeah yeah in that direction um but super major major viral moment um i really enjoyed it it was one of the most original shows that i've watched in a long time just you know in terms of storyline mm-hmm. not knowing where things are going to go um just trying to see like how they were going to make this idea of playing these children's games you know mature content <laughs> but 
it was really good to me yeah they did they didn't disappoint yeah, I actually enjoyed it too. Mm. I, I'm, I'm actually not even finished completely with it yet, but uh, that's just because I'm a slow TV watcher and sports on. But I think it was pretty <laughs> good. Like, it, it's definitely pretty interesting. It took me, it, it pulled me in really quick too, so I had to give it to it. Yes. Yeah, they pull you in quick. Um, to date, Squid Game has had 17 billion views on Netflix. Dang. Yes. Billion? Billion. Billy? Billy? Oh, man. Yes. That's crazy. One of the most, you know, watched shows on the the streaming app. Um, you know, they made uh, Halloween costumes from some of the, the attire that was in the show. The um, stars of the show, I mean, they have millions and millions of followers that they accumulated over you know overnight essentially like imagine right. them getting like 12 million views on a regular ass post right so and you know just seeing all the different languages in the comments like it became a massive phenomenon um another show south korean based show that is now out that's been getting some good streams is hellbound so I watched that over the Thanksgiving oh, wow. break. It wasn't bad. It's a quick watch. Also interesting. I, you know, they, they, I like the way they do their shows. You know, it's just not that regular run of the mill shit, you know, at least right. not for us. So, so yeah, check it out if you haven't watched Squid Game yet. And then up next in October. So in October, um, there was kind of like some backlash on the internet some public outcry um there was an old man and that married his goddaughter so this man was supposedly or rumors oh, to be in his early yeah. 60s you know as old as 61 somewhere some people said he was 48 some people say he was 61 but the goddaughter we consistently know was 18 years old and he <clears throat> married this little girl and that girl life she was born yes how to known her since he was a toddler since she was a toddler um mother was on drugs you know out doing her own thing and when she turned 18 he married her um she already has a child of her own um there's mixed you know mixed stories on who the child really belongs to but you know just a really crazy case around what it looks like for a young person to be groomed and to get into uh -huh. a situation with an older person that is is clearly manipulating them uh, she went live with him on facebook uh defending their situation the wedding was, Ooh, the wedding was so rich. yes right she was basically letting everybody know like don't be worried about what we're doing over here we got money you know um they got calls. right he's taking Keys care of her you know um using all types of uh, just very like downloaded language like baby somebody told you that and yes like you mentioned chandra the wedding was in not even it didn't wasn't even in a real church it was like it wasn't girl i don't even know what that was it was like the community center that where they from that's what i want they from the country though so it ain't you get married <laughs> in the community center though that they went from like you know they, they was from a community center but she just swole life was so elevated for them maybe they i, I want to know where they live because 
she just was really. Oh, I'll tell you what, like life is so elevated for them. I think it was somewhere and, in Texas. No, no they live oh, in Florida. Sure in Florida. It's Fort oh, Pierce, I, I believe. Like Fort Pierce, yeah. Oh, that oh, sounds wow. like Fort Pierce. That sounds like yeah, yeah. It's but Fort no, Pierce country as hell. It's so messed up though, because she really thought that he elevated her life, but. In my head, he also got, he also don't have all the screws. His screws ain't tight either. Cause for you to do that girl like that and then be okay with going live with her, showing your face all around the world, like your friends all in the pictures in the, um, in the wedding with that mask on. So nobody don't want, so nobody want to know who they are. Like, yeah, right. Good luck. Y'all know y'all wrong. <laughs> y'all know y'all wrong. Please. Well, even then, like when they went live, it was more so her face and him off to the side, kind of in that classic way where you know the manipulator is feeding you lines. Mm-hmm. Like they have all this to say because they're broke, they don't have anything, they're miserable, yep. they don't want us to be happy, and it's like this man is literally your grandfather's age. Like, but and the hard part is when you are dealing with a young girl like that you can't tell them anything they have convinced themselves that what they're doing is right and it's okay and if you have anything to say against it you're just being a hater well the person who they hold most dear has convinced them that what they're doing is right like all the things you said you know like that is literally the only person in her life right that she can hold to this trusting standard right because also yes because like i said mom was on drugs and mom also decided to go live and make a video talking about how stupid she thought everything was because uh it's all so gross like apparently you know she's been with this man in the past and you know she just she made it seem like everything that she was doing was was justified like i was out living my life doing me i admit that but then also you know just making it seem like she didn't have you know great things to say about her daughter and that she was making bad decisions but it's like clearly she's making these decisions because you're not present in her life mm-hmm. that's so. such a sad situation yeah, yeah. all overall it's really sad because even when she was the little that i did listen to when she was talking about she'd been on her own since she was like what 14 16 yeah and when she had her baby and then nobody was there for her but him when she had that baby when she was that age yeah you know and so it's just really an overall sad situation to see somebody go like go through that and i i know that that's she's not the only one you know what i mean it's just she's the only one we see right if anything that's yeah, if anything, that's like an inside picture into what yes. happens in middle America. Yeah. Yes. Or, they you know, or in like you small sure right about like, that. You know, they, they flicked it up. Like, it's, we always talking about going viral. That situation went viral, but that situation, and I'm not going to say it's just a small, small town thing. It looks real country when it's in a small town, but that yeah. shit could be going on, you know, a lot right. of places like, yeah. right. you know what I'm saying? It's it's unfortunate uh, that it ended up that it's like that, though. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, damn, she 18 now. Like, she, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? As, soon as, like, soon as you turn 18, yeah, like, just like, literally the age. What? That's crazy. But, but literally, as soon as you turn 18, you okay. 
you okay to do everything you want to do. Like, that don't make you, they don't change who you are. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely lets you know the viral side of that situation because it's still girls that's getting married fresh 18. Yep. With yeah. some old dudes and, you know, thinking that they doing something and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they probably not learn until later on in life that that probably wasn't a good decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, it's just, it's just, like I said, going viral. Yep. You know, they picked up that damn camera and somebody saw it and talked shit about it and right. spread the word. And it's like, oh, shit, now. Now everybody knows. Now, now, now we done made them celebrities, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and some people, and you know, well, shit crazy. And then Four Pierce is a, is a, is a, it's an interesting place to yeah. be real, y'all. Like right. that community center, everything goes down in there. I come from a community center center type of town <laughs> where a lot of weddings, proms, you know, <laughs> important people funerals, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of important things happen in that place. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, real. they didn't even move the printer and the fax machine out of the out of the view of the wedding photos, like. That's exactly how it is. It's the same orange Gatorade thing in there for everybody. Thing it's, it tastes like the same punch that was that was there like five years ago. Air, air coming the same, same way. Yeah, but I think <laughs> it is interesting though because I think, like we're saying, right, this moment goes viral because they choose to make it so, and there are a lot of people that are going through this situation that just aren't on the internet with it. I mean, to me, it also mm-hmm. speaks to the fact that this young lady is really starved for attention you know like if if your situation yeah, was going half as good sure. as you want to make it seem you wouldn't even want to be on the internet proving to other people that you don't know mm-hmm. what you feel is right or wrong you would just be happy to be in a loving situation but so much of what it seems like she does is just a result of another case of a young person not having a great foundation and then doing everything that they can you know think of to get attention whether it's date the person or be with the person that's supposed to be their god daddy or go on live you know cussing out strangers mama isn't helping when she's going back and forth on the internet so it's just it was really sad just kind of seeing that it, it spoke to a young person that clearly clearly just did not have a great background so yeah, yeah it don't sad. Have, it's sad you know uh because in her spectrum or whatever, you know, it's levels to life. Mm-hmm. And and whatever she do in her crowd and community, whoever she's around, mm-hmm. that shit probably was unacceptable enough for her to do it. And, you know, nobody told her, nobody who could get close to her could tell her any different. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the unfortunate part, but that's crazy. Yep. So that one, I mean, it was still pretty recent. So we haven't heard anything out of them since then. But, you know, hopefully she's safe. And, you know, I mean, if all this old man is doing is going to work every day and paying house bills and y'all just raising these kids, I don't know what more we can ask of you. But, you know, prayers up i guess i was about to say something so inappropriate yes, really. as i as i approach sugar daddy age sugar daddy age i don't know i always Sir? wonder if, if we would if we would have caught this story like 20 years from now what would we be talking about like what we will we be thinking about like dang you got her when she was 18 or 20 years from like, now oh, or 20 years ago you mean okay i see what now. you're saying like okay 
When, so like right now she's 80, eighteen. Like when when she's thirty eight, and he's and he's eighty one. Yeah, <laughs> she about to get that. She about to get that insurance check. She got a TV show about. Yeah, like what would I? What would we be saying? <laughs> he that is an old man that looks like he has high blood pressure. First of all, so <sighs> I just, it was just food for thought. I just like you know what? It's just crazy how we we would probably like change the, our thinking if it were 20 years from now I, I understand what you're saying and I thought about that while we start when we first started talking about it for real you know we as as not even as a society I was about to say but realistically as people as human beings you know men have always chased younger women it's I mean there's nothing but a child right it's a difference between a, a young woman and a right. child <laughs> Ball that's right. two different things yeah. and we don't that's live a whole in a different ball game right we don't live in biblical times or slavery or you know pharaoh egypt like you yeah but realistically a lot of we want to we want to feel like it we want to believe it but like we said earlier there's a lot of situations like this and plenty of things haven't changed um you know as a world not just as, as a society like in american society Right. And you know, it's plenty of girls who get sold off when they're young. You know, and we don't live in that society. But to say that men don't—that's not what. That's not realistic. It's not being realistic. Well, I also think that a lot of it has to do with not only, but there's a huge part of it that has to do with class. You know, and again, experiences mm-hmm. like. If this yeah. old man was really as, you know, just as worldly or sophisticated or whatever term you want to use, I, mm-hmm, I yeah. have a hard time thinking that he would even roll the dice. I understand there are old creepy men, you know, at all levels of society. Mm-hmm. But for her to, again, for just for it to be something that nobody in the community really was able to, you know, have a strong say so against mm-hmm. it, it speaks to the fact that. This old man is in a community where there's probably a lot of people that don't have the means, you know, to a lot of great resources. So for for them, it's like, well, he can marry this young girl because he, quote unquote, has money mm-hmm. because he does have a house. He does have cars. And those are mm-hmm. things that attract, he can take care of her. He could take care of her. Right. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a material sense. And in her mind, again, she doesn't have much. She doesn't have biological parents that she grew up with knowing well, you know, spending time with or meaningful time. So somebody that's willing to give her really what the paternal basics are like in that environment, she's willing to to do whatever, you know, it takes to be in that situation. But I do kind of understand now, Trey, what you mean, like 20 years from now, you know, when that man is old as dirt (laughs) and she can you know still kind of move on with her life she could still be having kids right. you know for all we know um yeah. that's a crazy know. thing like that relationship is like a five-year thing she she get to know that and she on to the next like it's like, it's like hopefully <laughs> shit <laughs> i would i would hope she wouldn't waste her whole youth with that old man but you know i mean but she only gonna get another old man she she never gonna be like it ain't yeah. gonna be no 25 year old suave dude like no but why would why would you do that to yourself there's clearly a lot of people because i mean i'm sure y'all saw in comments too i saw a lot of people that are like well i like old men and 
I don't see nothing wrong with it and just really defending um, the whole thing. Not that damn old. What the fuck? I like I'm old, older men, but not that old. Shit. Yeah, that, that's old, old. That's like first of all, like, like Stetson Captain, Stacey. He Adam knew Tom. you when you. I don't give a how old he is. He knew you when you was a baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't give a fuck who you is. Yeah, he was definitely there when you were born. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He, probably, he was messing with your mama too. Dang. And he was messing with your mama. That's where it gets real, like, ugh, to me. That's like, right. man, y'all want, y'all want, you want Southern. Like, he, he could, he could be your, like, daddy. He could be your daddy. Which is so weird. <clears throat> uh, gross. Now that's just nasty. Yeah, so. That part. So, yeah, again, like we said, hope she's safe. Um, best wishes. And hope the children, the children are safe, you oh, know? Lord. Because that's the other hard part, too. You know, when it's circumstances like this where it feels like it's unsavory, you know, or it's flirting, it's towing a line, you know, it's flirting with not being appropriate. It just, mm-hmm. you can't help but wonder, like, what, where else are y'all towing the line? Like, you what the hell else is careful. going on? Yeah. Especially when you have girls and just, well, shit, these days, children. Children. You can't be too careful. Yeah. Ooh, prayers for the children. All right, so yes, so next one gets a little heavy here because now we're into November, and um, in November, Astro World uh, Fest occurred. So, Travis Scott's much anticipated Astro World Fest returned um, with upwards of 50,000 fans coming to Houston for an outdoor festival um, as. The night went on. Um, the crowd was getting, you know, rowdier, and there are lots of signs that safety could be a concern. And as Travis Scott took the stage with Drake to perform songs, um, everything seemed fine. But by the time we woke up the next day, we learned that eight people um, died the first, you know, kind of, you know, at the event, and hundreds were injured. Um, people were trampled. And um, as they kind of pressed uh, towards the stage, they had um, untrained or unprepared EMT staff. There was not enough security, um, any efforts to try and stop the show by trying to interfere with, you know, stage techs and and all of that just seemed like it didn't work out. So um, really sad situation. I believe today a total of 10 people um, have died really young victims um in this situation and just an overall tragic story so what what did you guys kind of wake up to or or learn when it comes to the astral world story yeah i i immediately thought you know my initial reaction was like damn that's crazy but the first thing i thought was like somebody dropped the ball because i mean those concerts for not just Travis Scott, but like those type of concerts are always crowded yeah. and have that risk. But why this particular concert out of all of them that's happened since the beginning of time, did it, you know, have such a fatal mm-hmm. impact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, a good point. I didn't even think about that. Like just not to cut you off, but like, I never thought about the impact of just like, 
how could they let that happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like somebody dropped the ball on that for sure. Uh, yeah. Because like, it's just like, how could that happen? Yeah. yeah. Right. Because there's so many elements to consider. I mean, first of all, I remember earlier in the day on the first day, because it was supposed to be a two day festival. I remember earlier in the day, there was a post that someone made of folks bum rushing one of the entrances. They broke down a gate. And so people even in that instance were kind of running over each other. You know, people were not really running around a person if they fail. You know, it was kind of unfortunately like a very eerie foreshadowing when you really think about it. Um, And they were just bum rushing the security spot. And then you eventually see them kind of running back because the Houston police that were there were on horseback. So they're pushing people back, you know, um, with the horses, you know, telling them to get back. But now they've already broken down a gate, you know, and they have kind of, you know, um, trampled people in a smaller way, even in this moment. You know, maybe it was only 50 people bum rushing the gate, but I saw a couple people that were, you know, on the ground, like barely able to get out of the way before somebody else was trying to jump over them, too. So if that was while the sun was still up, like what did y'all really do to make sure that everything was truly going to be okay when Travis Scott and Drake were on stage? Yeah, they couldn't have like planned that correctly. Like not. And I'm going to be real with you. I don't blame Travis Scott or any, like, I can't, you can't look at him for, because it's like, dude, like, you're performing, like, I know for a fact you have no hand into, like, crowd control, security, or how this, the logistics to secure this event would be. And it's like, damn, but, like, how could y'all let it get to the point where you getting all this and the crowd is just getting so point and y'all letting the show continue type deal? Like, yeah. to the point where people dying, it's like, wait, like, don't get me wrong, I've seen Beyonce perform and I've seen a trampling effect, you know what I'm saying? A wave and surges and people passing out. Right, you know what I'm yeah. Saying? Uh, you know, and people be so into that stuff, but it's like, dog, like, how do y'all let this happen? Not to mention, we're just fresh off a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, y'all like, let's sell every ticket available mm-hmm. into this bad boy. And just knowing how Travis Scott's concerts are, right. you know, it's like, damn, like, like not saying that so I'm surprised people ain't died before, but it's like, dang, like y'all let this go down in Texas and like in his hometown and y'all not y'all not even prepared to, just to like control the crowd. So I don't blame him for it. But I do do think that like the people who are supposed to secure that place and the people who were watching over it had the ability to either stop the show or do something to like intervene before it got to that point. And uh that's something and another thing too but while i got the mic that was a nine-year-old kid there like right. what the hell like how old do you gotta be to go to this shit? you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yeah. like nine years old i'm not gonna lie like i don't know how i feel about nine-year-old going to like travis scott concert without like adult or like some type of supervision he was with his father Oh, he was with his father? He was oh, with okay. his dad. He was with his oh, dad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like yeah. nine but, years old. But I yeah. do think that nine years old, even with his dad, is just still like, like, it's like, like y'all can get seats like pops. Like, y'all ain't want to get no chairs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just seems like, you know, a tough effect. But I think that, you know, it, it just, you know, it was a tough, just tough all around the board. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a, 
it was just a bad night. I mean, uh, one of the things that I thought about was, uh, y'all remember that scene when DMX did Woodstock back in like 2099? Mm-hmm. And it was like a sea of people and like DMX was just rocking the crowd. And the whole time I was thinking, I was like, dang, they did that the whole time. And I don't remember anybody getting hurt there. And we is not I in think that was more people. No that was before people no, was getting high off. That was before people was getting high off fentanyl. Yeah, well, stuff like that. So that <laughs> like was that another is, element. These kids doing different drugs. Well, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, there was a message even from the Houston police that there also was someone that was going around kind of drugging people for, you know, there's really no other way to put yeah. it. They were injecting people with initially fentanyl right that was yeah, what happened first that, but yeah that was the um that was the first what i read when it first happened was that someone it was they had people down with cardiac issues yes in the beginning when we first heard about it right but because an emt got that, poked well yeah i think that that story eventually came to be just Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that came out fake. A rumor. Yeah. It yeah. came to be out a rumor because what really happened was just that the crowd trampled and it was a they you know, they wanna get to the mosh pit. Mm-hmm. They wanna yeah. get to be a mosh pit and it just never got to that point because it was they just like everybody trampled. Well, that's the thing. Yep. Almost any concert you go to, really, no matter how big or small there's there's that moment where you're going to start to see the crowd continue to press forward and Mm -hmm. most performers will say okay we got to stop the show y'all got to back up from the stage you know try to create that room and that's not to say that travis scott did not but i think that there's a lot of elements that y'all spoke to that make this situation unique like first first of all sadly but i feel like the truth is this is indicative of a lot of things that will happen post pandemic for the first time there's just going to be this scenario where you will have people coming out after they have not been able to attend something for you know 24 months or whenever it last occurred and especially when it just involves crowds and kind of like free-for-all space you just never know what Mm -hmm. you're going to get and then there's the element of you have Travis Scott fans like myself who really love the music and the videos and the creativity, mm-hmm. but I'm not going and sitting in nobody's mosh pit. And exactly. then you have people that, you know, maybe were willing to go, but they were in the VIP. Um, but then you have a lot of people, especially that are in the age range, you know, where they're really into you know Travis Scott's music where it's a it's a lot of like hype culture and clout culture so they wanted mm-hmm. to go and wear their you know That'd Travis yeah Travis wear their Travis Scott Nikes and Jordans and you know get close to the stage and say they were there just to mm-hmm. let the internet know and you know maybe get some exclusive merch maybe they can resell something on the internet and make money doing that And it's, it's just, you know, also a group of young people that don't really know, you know, how to govern themselves accordingly in these spaces. Because again, we talking about young fans, like some of them shouldn't have been there at all because of how young they are today. And some of them, 
really you know a couple years ago they would not have been able to get into an event like that you know it was just a lot of really young people so they don't even know about you know mosh pit culture where if you are just so happening to be stepping on somebody you stop and make sure they're straight you know or you kind of create space which is something that you know i learned as this situation was happening because to y'all's point how did this happen as if it was the first rager that ever happened like apparently there is kind of a you know a quiet etiquette if you will like Mm -hmm. and so i think when you put all of that together you know poor um security just a a crowd that probably was over revving you know because we are into the pandemic and kind of sort of on the other side of it so now they can bum rush a music stage they feel like they made it to the biggest event you know they they've got the all of the merch and now they want to just see the act it was like just a really bad recipe you know for disaster i think that you when you bring that up it makes me think about a few other things that that are happening in america where people are getting back on airlines and they don't know how to act Mm -hmm. people are starting back getting on the road and they don't know how to act it's like we're not we're not going back to the same society we were before this pandemic and people are we're getting we're in the same situation that we were before the pandemic yeah so we have to be able to make adjustments to our behavior as if we are removed from that instead of like before we were there and we're not we're that's not what's happening at this moment and i can guarantee you too that like the understaff of the security and the understaff of probably the police presence and all the understaffing of the management there just due to coming off of the pandemic right or people not wanting to go back to work at the time and because, you know, a lot of that security in those events, right, they just be a lot of bodies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you got to have a lot of those bodies out there to kind of, like, keep shit going and, Quick you contract know, to work. have some management. Yeah. So it's like, they look at that like, I'm pretty sure they tried to finesse that, throw a show up in Texas. Yeah. Define our odds. You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah, probably like and, a lot of day workers. You see what I'm saying? Just like a lot of shit and the shit and it just got bad, you know? And they probably didn't even expect it to be that bad, but it got bad. And you got mm-hmm. a bunch of people who probably just revved up on just being able to be out again. So it's just like, damn, I feel bad because Travis Scott and I feel like he's being real humbled and, you know, he's he's taking a new face of, like, humility and, like, taking responsibility for it. But it ain't his fault, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't, like, incite that riot or he didn't make people, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, let's tear this motherfucker up. Like, he didn't, like, do that. Like, it was just, like, the people who were supposed to be in charge of the crowd wasn't right. in charge of the crowd. And the crowd, honestly, it just was just, like, a too much crowd, like, yeah like they they were not ready for what they had their hands on why we have no clue because this sounds like on paper a huge concert let's be real exactly they rolling they got rolling loud rolling from every big city throughout the country and eight people ain't dying you see exactly people like and this was like like, like, ten five times bigger yeah you know what i'm saying like like, but you know what i noticed too that i really can't get with 
Um, I don't think that it's all on Travis. I feel like I only give him a sliver of responsibility just because, hey, you know, it's your event. Like you got to own it at some point. But I, I definitely think it was just like a failure across all, all, you know, all responsible parties. But a lot of people... Right. You know, they did the typical shit that they do on the internet and be like, oh, well, this is why I was never a fan because he was an asshole at this one concert or he got arrested for being a rager before. So what did you expect? Or, you know, just kind of jump to the immediate like worst case scenario and like the worst image. And it's just kind of like what that doesn't really help anything. Like nobody needs for you to chime in when you if you weren't checking for him then you know there's really nothing for you to offer right now like we don't need you just ragging on the situation like oh well y'all should have known this was gonna happen like nobody needs that and that happens you know all the time anytime something happens or goes poorly or it's to you know there's a tragedy or something happens to someone's detriment here you have these people coming out of the woodwork like oh well i always thought they were asshole or y'all should have known they was a terrible person or i ain't forget what happened at one time and it's like shut up like you were never a fan you didn't care you weren't checking right. for the event like you just don't have to speak on it right now because it right. doesn't have anything yeah. to do with you everybody's right. going to protest shit they don't do you know what i'm saying like oh yeah you, you never listen to it like yeah to be honest it like travis start everybody. one thing about it i always knew his concerts were super big and mm -hmm. to see it i remember he had like a netflix um documentary or something yeah and the spe it was a spectacle i knew for a fact at over 30 years old that that was not a place so i should be right. especially in that mosh pit i'm like no i gotta get a chair yes not yeah. down in that little open floor area not for me not the place i want to be at you know what i'm saying but like you know they knew man this dude been do, do the junk worldwide and they played the game man they played they 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 went half on security and got craig and day day to take care yeah. of the whole event and that's what that's what happened when you get craig and data like yeah like they got they they i bet i bet at the end of the day they gonna say that oh well we didn't get Security is supposed to be this many security guards for this many hundred people and we fell short and they probably just did that shit the whole way and Travis Scott gonna be like, Well shit, I had the money, like I was trying to pay whoever that was here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so and then and then I think that he was definitely kinda cause he stopped the show too. Like so he, he was did identifying stop the that show stuff a couple times. Like he was identifying that stuff was talking was was about to happen. Yes. Um, you know, so but you know. It was good. It was tragic. <laughs> um, yeah, it was that. It was tough. So right now, um, a Houston law firm is demanding ten billion dollars for the resolution of Ooh. more than fifteen hundred cases. Good Jesus! It has filed on behalf of victims of the Astro World Festival tragedy. So. I ain't gonna lie, somebody about to come up show. insurance policy on it. Like, somebody gotta have insurance for it to be a concert. Who had insurance policy? And how company. much was it for? Because... Well... I'm sure the insurance, insurance policy, it wasn't no worth yeah. a billy, though. It ain't worth right. a billy. Right. They don't need to give that. that. 
they didn't have you wrongfully convicted or when when the police kill you or nothing like that. They don't, you know, right? You ain't finna get no billion dollars a piece or nothing like that. No. no, I mean even they break that down between the, the fifteen hundred people. I mean, you know, first, first at the end you of the day, put it between them ten. Yeah. First, you got to get them right. ten. They could, right? And then the the other fourteen ninety. Yeah, they gonna get the red. Depending on no. First of all, no. After them ten get they could no. Before them ten get they could lawyers. Lawyers, <laughs> right? Right. That's the why 10, the lawyers. Yeah. Yeah, they gonna they gonna try for the most they can get anyway because. You know they lawyers exactly and most of that just gonna come out of like building insurance they gonna feel the code you know what i'm saying a lot yes. of that gonna come from the building because like i said Travis well Scott it was the park but it's a it's yeah is, is it a park yeah it was in at a park in houston and that was also kind of a part of why it became what it did because there was no capacity in the park oh man okay yikes yeah. so they was treating it like it was gonna be a damn picnic <laughs> right out there like oh this is a fun little music concert uh festival lottie daddy likes to party right and then travis Scott mm-hmm. came out after a whole probably two days of you know popping mollies and popping eggs and drinking all types of dumps lean and that bam she hit the fan bam yep keep them cheering at the house you yeah and I ain't gonna lie, man. A nine-year-old, you got your kid pretty close, though. Like, nah, yeah, we, we right. like, standing up there by the stage, like, why right. would you do But that? nah, bro, people take their kids to concerts all the time. Not I know. To yeah. co- See, if you if you know the content of the concert, like Travis Scott concerts are known for March. Yeah, they are. That's what sure. they do. Yeah, I'm not gonna take my child out there, and he yeah. had him on his neck. He In had him on his neck. He had. He had the boy on his neck and yeah. he, and he got crushed in the in the trample. Right. And, and they were separated. separated. But you, you just yeah. never know what's gonna happen, especially right. if you bought the ticket. You bought the ticket yeah. of like dang my but son you was in Travis Scott. Yeah. As a, you gotta be smart as a parent, dog. You can't be having him in that area. I ain't gonna lie, it was a lot I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot of areas for you to have your nine year old, especially on your neck. But that area, he, he, I mean, you know, I don't know what, what other option he could have had, but like, bro, you got to back up a little bit, dog. Cause this is, cause picture all the smoke and the weed and the, the stank up there. You know, what you, know you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about it. It was so crowded. Like people assume that the people that died were like front row getting crushed. Like, nah, bro. Like it was, right. no. people, was getting, people was getting crushed everywhere. So, you know, mm-hmm. they could have been at the hot dog stand, but. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it was probably like spanning across, right? Because it's very easy to think it was like front row, Mm -hmm. like almost in a box shape. But I think it was... The video shows, it was like a big old wave. Like it it covered a large area. And it happened happened so fast. You you can only imagine how fast a trample happened. You can only imagine it. If you've never been in one, you can only imagine it. Right. I mean, even think about like a, a wave crashing at you, like a water, a wave yeah. of, of yeah. water. I was like people probably broke a lot of ribs out there. Uh, I ain't right? gonna lie to you, dog. That fucking sicko mode beat, though, when that shit hit, yeah. those speakers, though. Ooh, that's, that's a thing. hell of a that, hey, that's the hey, that. Uh, 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 him and Drake on stage, everybody right. running on stage, everybody moving, everybody and his fans, and his everybody fans want to be close. That's crazy. They know right. that, so it's just like 
I'm pretty it's sure a, it's like an inch in, an inch in until the moment comes. And right. I'll I'll go ahead. Right. It's like it's like the greatest thing, but the worst thing happened because you know the energy of that place with right. Drake on stage with him, just like that shit exploded. Yeah, like, people was yeah. probably already trampled. Honestly, like let's be well, real. that like, was the fucked it, up part. Yeah, like I was like, watching it on Apple Music because it was streaming and. They pretty much oh, wow. did a full set. And when it ended, yeah. it didn't feel like it ended abruptly. But again, running the clock back in the morning, it was like you knew that things were not going well, even while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. So they finished the whole show and people and did the police start coming out at that point or they just... I don't know because because right, I remember seeing shit where like even the, I was remember seeing I remember some videos I was seeing where the police were like taking pictures and they were performing but they were like really close to the stage so I'm guessing they're like you know doing crowd control or down there you know I, from the sounds of it looking at the, looking at the corpses left you know what I'm saying but Drake and them are performing and they like police cam- camera phone out you know what I'm saying like taking a picture for the kids you know so i mean it's just crazy again right i think that's the part where i don't think anybody can expect any one or two individuals to know what was going on yeah all the way across with the board. so many people yeah and that's where it was uh, clearly you know a failure in security because there should have yeah. been a way to hit a panic button, right? Or or do something to, to where no one could avoid um, paying attention to an emergency situation. It, it right. shouldn't have just been on one EMT golf cart with two right. half-trained, you know, emergency response people. They talked about people not knowing how to do CPR. You know, just people that were supposed to be there to help that were panicking themselves. So it was just like so much went wrong, no matter where you turn. So I don't know. They have feelings. They had feelings all across the board, understaffed, probably people who didn't know what yeah. they was doing. They tried to throw the biggest show uh, in, in Texas. Right. <laughs> you <know>? Exactly. <laughs> like, it blew up in their face. Like, yeah. I bet you that shit ain't going to happen at that Kanye West and Drake concert. You know, want me to tell you why? Cause ain't nobody gonna be in that bitch. You know why? Cause the tickets cost too goddamn much. Who finna come over there? The scammer. What going. concert are you talking the about? Yeah, they the Free Larry Hoover concert. The Free Larry Hoover concert. Oh yeah. Benefit and, and, and people are definitely going. It's gonna be sold out. Oh, it's gonna be sold out regardless. again, right? They and want I, to be there for clout. They want to wear their their OVO Jordans well, or their Yeezys. Sure, them too. But the setup of that concert is gonna be a lot different from the yeah. setup of a Travis mm-hmm. Scott right. set too. Yeah, they're you more stadium like, seating guys. That's gonna be like stadium seating that type of stuff. Travis Scott is like even when he's in like an arena or stadium, it's no chairs on the right. floor. Right, he clears the chairs like. They don't oh even, there's no chance, like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that he probably just had it. I guess if he had it at a park and it was unlimited, that he should have had it somewhere where it could be limited. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just wasn't like, like, I'm sorry, bro. You just trying to have a Made in America fest down in Houston, but Houston mm-hmm. wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Houston was wasn't ready. Much. So I was like, like, you should have had that shit at the Astrodome, maybe. And you know what I'm saying? You could have had so many, so many people. 
you know, enough crowd control, can't do so much. People actually have to sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that was that's a cocktail just for disaster. Like, oh shit, let's just have a, a the biggest block party of all time, right? And not do it right. Like, damn. Yep. So I don't know. It's gonna be a long road for him and his image, and you know, just what he's able to do. But wait, well, I'm sure that the you know, celebrity community will forgive him first. And there are those people that are never going to hold anything against anyone for very long. So we'll see what happens for him in 2022. Image, I don't think his image is going to actually suffer too bad. Uh, because, you know, the thing is now he has that effect now, that distinct effect of his concerts. Like, dog, you could go here and it's just so crazy. You could die. Like, that is, like people want to go to that shit. That appeals you know to children. That that shit sound appeal, like you I mean, on heroin right now. No, I'm just saying though, but you know this right here, like to us, yeah, us, us people now, like we're thinking smart about it. But if you somebody who want to experience, you want to go to something that is on the edge like that. So his appeal is going to recover so much more. You know what I'm saying? After this, it's just like, damn, like his, his come up going to be just good. Well, I'll be. I mean, good luck. Travis Scott. No, yeah, I'm just worried. Concept. I'm just worried about like his global brand because, I mean, you know, quietly. I mean, even if you don't like Travis Scott music, like he been kind of like driving the culture for years. Yeah, yeah. And my grown ass was at McDonald's when his when his McDonald's meal dropped. I was there with my t-shirt on. Me, the quarter Travis pounder. <laughs> Oh damn fan. Yes, sir. Oh damn fan. Yes, sir. Sir. Yes. I mean, I Hey, we do any hey, we do anything for Cloudville, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a fan. But, I mean, I just I just hope like he moves a little differently to show the world like, hey, like that was a one off. Yeah. And I really am who I say I am type thing. So I mean right now, he's doing what I would do. So Right, Lalo. Yeah. And um, right. And I agree. Don't let anybody convince you that you don't care about your fans at all, because um, from everything that he's ever mentioned in the past, he does care about his fans. So, you know, you can't allow people to say that you do not because this happened. It was a tragedy. And like you all said, like it should be a one off and maybe you'll have to move differently. But I think also, you know, like I was going to say, good luck with a venue even allowing you to have a show. So, you know, you can put out all the music you want to, but I don't know if there's going to be an arena yeah. in the United States that's going to let you have a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely going to have to like tiny desk it for a minute. Yeah. But, you know, you know, let I'm it fuel you. Well, you know, I might have to go digital. Yeah, it's a new world, right? So. You know, hey, the metaverse, right? You can have yeah. as many people as you want come to your concert in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, for real. Why are you playing? He might have an exclusive deal on the way. Yep. Right on that virtual reality for Christmas. <laughs> yep. For real. Mm, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, we'll see. All right, so it's still pretty early in the month, but. For December, we do have an early candidate. Hopefully, this is as spicy as it gets for the month, quite frankly, so we can have a peaceful end. But <laughs> hopefully, I'm not yeah. uh, jinx myself, right? Knock on some wood. But Ugh, I just knocked on the wood. Yeah, knock on the wood. Okay. 
But our early entry is the latest verses, Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Three Six Mafia. So it yes. was quite a versus. <laughs> um, definitely one for the books landed squarely, you know, in my top three to five for sure. So uh, what did you guys think of Triple uh, Six and Bone Thugs? It was the energy I needed to end the year, boy. <laughs> like I, I slept on it, right, and didn't watch it the night it came out. And but her, everything about it, watched it. I don't watch it twice now, like two times back to back through, and like just, just the music and then the foolery how Bone Thugs came in there and just <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. I can't lie to you, like, but. I can say I even respected the music side of it. I think 3-6 mopped the floor with them, but the jams that they played mm-hmm. was like the soundtrack to my yeah. life at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God. And I'm talking like the features, mm-hmm. the people that came out, it was just like, hands down, top three verses for me, just because the music and everything kind of hit it. 3-6, 3-6 was everything, man. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't really get down both thugs, both thugs, like... It just lets you know the two different waves that their music was on. And I realized I am on the 3-6 wave. Let me ride with you, Juicy J. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Busy Bone was definitely out there on his radical Christian shit. Um, you know, called 3-6, uh, right? On his usual, called 3-6 Devil Worshippers. And at one point, yelled across to them and said, hey, you ugly motherfuckers are not going to be mocking me <laughs> while I'm on stage. And Juicy J replied with uh, uh, a one um, very spicy response that uh, always is fighting words, apparently amongst the guys. Suck my dick, man. <laughs> and so that that started a fight, which we don't always see. I don't know, that was the first fight on Versus, was it not? Yeah, that was. I think that was the fight. first, the first that true fisticuff situation. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely the first fight. I mean, besides Jeezy and Gucci, it was nobody else that was really about to fight. Who was about to fight? I but Jeezy and Gucci July, weren't even about to fight. Jeezy and Gucci weren't about to fight. It was tension from what Gucci right. was bringing, but Jeezy. Oh, well, was I mean, mellow. you're right. Nobody, if you, you went, nobody was about to fight. But I mean, who had the potential? Right. I think it got fight. a little spicy at the dip set one. I believe. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah, it was spicy. It was a little spicy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a couple right. spicy situations during the dip set one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know Yeah, I didn't understand it though. You know them New York niggas. They got a different type of. Of aggression, yeah. right? Like, are you yeah. angry or, or like, are y'all angry or just yeah. the way y'all express yourselves? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our New York friends. Shout out to <laughs> hey, y'all. But yes, that's so true. That one was like, okay, like I feel like this could be a fight, but no, nobody swung. They swung yeah. on this one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they swung. Yeah. It got a little like the crowd got integrated. <laughs> like people were like into it. The the crew came out. Like people right. were at stage came out on the all damn all stage. When juicy, is, when I'm juicy. just I'm just glad security did what they yeah, supposed me to do. Too. I mean, I'm, everybody was patted down, obviously because. <laughs> No. You know, it's always one dude that want to pull the gat out. <laughs> no, right. Juicy Security this came one. out and it was like no fight happening no more. Juicy came out on TV was like some dang 
basketball players, sized football players out there breaking, pushing people around. <laughs> no, but I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Bone came out to fight though. Like if you watch it, when I watched it again, I was everybody. like, they came out, they came out like three sisters playing music. Don't get me wrong, they music is like, no, I wish it would hit them, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> but you know, like, but Bone came out there with like animosity, dog, like just whining. I feel like. Mm. It, yeah, that underdog energy. Yeah, and they came out real angry about it. Yeah, I mean they held mm-hmm. their own. They did a pretty good run of songs. They definitely have some great features in their bag. But mm-hmm. three six, you know, song mm-hmm. for song, it was mm-hmm. it was really them for me. Um, yeah, you know, they also Last kind five. of showed how much they still to me drive the culture within mm-hmm. hip-hop because yep. when you think about some of the songs that are featured or just the flow you know so many people have kind of dropped that for different songs made it sound great but it's like you know where that cadence comes from it's like y'all trying to sound like three six or you're uh-huh. trying to sound like juicy j or project peta you know yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah i mean they're i'm so glad to see so many people came out like even to the point that they brought out Terrence Howard to do his heart out here for a pimp, like <laughs> it was, it was good. It was really good. For a loop, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> yes. One thing about it, Juicy lets you know. For one, Juicy, Juicy lets you know, like, yeah, I'm the richest person on the stage. What it do, y'all? Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> he did. Juicy lets you know, but Juicy lets you know that he stayed relevant, like. Doing mm-hmm. all this time, man. And Juicy J, we we owe we gonna owe a lot of credit to Juicy J. We gotta give that man his flowers because like it seemed like Juicy said, Hey y'all, come do a song on my verses and everybody was like, Yeah, what time I need to be there again? Right. Like literally like mm-hmm. he, he 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 lined up a bunch of heavy hitters like to come out on a on a Thursday and you know what I'm saying, and just you know, hop on his verses. I mean, I guess it helped being in LA too. Right. But like, yeah, like it uh but yeah, Juicy Juicy let you know that like I I've kind of got a real big imprint. I've got a real big fingerprint in the culture and we gotta give him that him his flowers dog. Yeah. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a good one. I feel like we kind of ended on a high note because there were some ups and downs this year, especially when it came Baby. to viral mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. Roller coaster. Yeah. But, you know, very interesting stuff. So I'm glad that overall we had good years and, you know, hopefully 2022 will just continue to be on the up and up because Lord knows we need to be moving in a better direction. So, (laughs) so yes. All right. Definitely appreciate y'all running everything down with me. So before we go, let's do a little jukebox with Jack you let's we can keep it brief you know if you have one maybe two songs or albums uh that you would like to share let's let's hear what you're listening to not y'all acting brand new now i'm trying to think of something that i haven't i've been listening to that's that's actually new right so much old stuff in rotation right now um, I definitely dove into that Adele album. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm a big Adele fan. I like Adele. Um, Listen, y'all. Ain't shit on my list, but 
I'm gonna send y'all back to the uh, Nina Simone. That's all I got. <laughs> all the way. Back. And y'all need to listen to it. Y'all really need to get into Nina Simone because y'all need a remix in your life. And clearly, you ain't did it yet. Yeah, I can't lie, y'all. I haven't. Uh, I ain't got that new. Really, I've been jamming lately. Uh, nothing too crazy. I've been listening to a lot of Kodak Black lately. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh my <laughs> oh no. god! Channeling yeah. it was not, it was not the new that needed to be listening to Kodak Black. Uh, Kodak, Kodak been kind of going for me lately, oh. though, man. I've been kind of I got a couple. I got a couple Kodak songs. You know what I'm saying? Man, if you miss Florida, just say that. <laughs> right. I miss. I must miss Florida because I got a couple Kodak, a couple Kodak tracks. I've been bumping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you definitely do because the only way you can listen to his voice uh, is if you just ain't heard nothing in a long time. Like, <laughs> Channeling your your inner op- goon. <laughs> yeah, for real though, man. I just you know just gonna let it lock and grow. Oh Lord. Well, I don't really think I can make it through a song. <laughs> well, I have been listening to Lucky Day. Um, I have mm-hmm. really been loving his uh, song "Over," and of course, "Roll Some Mo." That's an older one, but a goodie. Mm-hmm. And then um, he does have a new song out called "Candy Drip." So, and I found out he's from New Orleans, so pretty much makes him a top tier artist offer it for that just extra points so so yeah lucky day doing the damn thing lucky day yeah so check them out appreciate you guys coming back on you know we've got a few more weeks to end the year so i'll just say happy holidays Um, and pray happy holidays yes and we're gonna pray for a, a peaceful joyous last few weeks to end the year yes and hopefully all of the foolery is behind us (laughs) so this is america so (laughs) strap your strap your seat belts yeah i'm not really sure what the fuck about to happen buckle your shit up right (laughs) gosh well but we are we we are really gonna all the best to all americans yes and everybody else too Right. Peace. Especially all my island boys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, with hey. that, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> and I thank you guys for always coming on, for being a part of the show this year. And we'll definitely have to come back in 22 and, you know, maybe talk about what, what goals we want to achieve for the year. Something yeah. like that. For sure. Yes. So uh, be on the lookout for that invitation. But until then, you guys take care. Hi. Love y'all. Good night. Love y'all. Love y'all. Good night. Peace. And that wraps up another episode. Gotta thank the team for coming on, Chandra, Trey, Reginald, or Reggie for short. <laughs> thank you guys again for coming on, recapping the year with me. It was definitely a wild ride, but you know, I think overall we had a great year and 2022 is going to be even better. There'll be more viral moments and we'll be back to talk about them. So happy holidays to everybody. This isn't it for me this year. I'll be back with more, but 
Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.